This is Tea on the Hudson, a news and lifestyle podcast where we're spilling all of the Hudson County tea and more. My name is Jen Trapuka. I'm the founder of HobokenGirl.com and a Hudson County resident. On this show, we share news, lifestyle topics of interest, interviews, and have guest Hoboken Girl contributors on to delve into the things that matter to local residents. This week, our main story is part two of Is Our Hoboken and Jersey City Water Safe to Drink? Steph, one of our Hoboken Girl contributors, is here and will be sharing all about that. Later in the show, we'll have a self-care segment from Danielle, one of our other Hoboken Girl beauty contributors. Every week, we'll be trying a new locally brewed coffee or tea on the air to share. So send in your picks, and if you have a really stellar one, we might just try it on the show. Our coffee this week, yes, coffee, not tea, it is needed, is from Green Pear Cafe in Hoboken, which also now has a Jersey City Heights location. The coffee we're drinking is a crema espresso. This is the holy grail of espresso if you know anything about coffee. It's a bit like cream pudding inside of a chocolate shell. So basically it's dessert and it's beyond delicious. You can see it for yourself on our Instagram at Tea on the Hudson. So grab a mug and let's get started with our news. Jersey City is getting a new skate park and lots of bike updates this fall. Mayor Stephen Fulop tweeted that the city is expanding its city bike stations and construction has started on protected bike lanes that link Journal Square all the way to the Hoboken and Jersey City border. Hoboken recently announced a change from single-stream recycling to double-stream recycling. This new recycling law takes effect on September 3rd, with enforcement beginning two months later. With the switch to dual-stream recycling, glass, plastic, and aluminum will be picked up on Mondays, and paper and cardboard will be picked up on Thursdays. All residents are welcome and invited to pick up free recycling bins at the Municipal Garage, located at 256 Observer Highway. Raza Pizza was recognized yet again as the best pizza in North America. 50 top pizza curators held an event inside the James Beard House in Greenwich Village in New York and had judges rate pizzerias independently of style, so focusing more on the quality of the products, ingredients in the pizza, the atmosphere, and the experience. And Raza, the Jersey City pizzeria owned by Dan Richer, was the winner. If you haven't checked out Raza, it is worth an add to the list. The Jersey City Council has unanimously adopted an ordinance which establishes electric scooter regulations in Jersey City. According to the ordinance, e-scooters cannot be ridden on the city sidewalks or paths, which is just like Hoboken people, get it together out of towners. They must be ridden on the street or in a bike lane when applicable. The ordinance also bans them from being ridden in city parks, and it does not prevent e-scooter riders, though, from getting off their e-scooters and walking them through said parks or on the sidewalks. And just to be clear, Jersey City has not entered into any agreements with e-scooter sharing providers like Hoboken has with Limer Ojo, but personal electric scooters have been cropping up on city streets and sidewalks, as have the Lime e-scooters, because people have been riding them into Jersey City regularly. 
Stevens Institute of Technology in Hoboken is now ranked 13 in the nation for the highest mid-career salaries among alumni who hold only a bachelor's degree, according to Payscale's 2019 college salary report. Students with 10 years of experience report a median mid-career salary of almost $140,000, and Stevens is also ranked on this list as the top New Jersey school. Taylor Swift was spotted in Target in Jersey City last weekend buying her new album, Lover. Thanks to the guys at Asaiya Later, specifically Matt Rubel, who snapped a selfie with her in Target, which we then regrammed, and it was actually picked up by Good Morning America. Sources say that the artist was in town for the VMAs. And now for some openings and closings of local businesses in Hoboken and Jersey City. Pure Bar is coming to Jersey City at 207 Van Voorst Street. This is the first Pure Bar in Jersey City, but it's part of a larger chain of bar studios in the country. Earlier this year, Tap House in Jersey City closed down without much notice, just like its sister location in Hoboken. But new signage has popped up in Jersey City at the bar, announcing a new eatery and bar called Local, which is spelled with a K. Word on the street from their reps is that it's opening in mid-September. Now, this is a hotly contested one, but Margaritas in Hoboken has been under construction for the last six or seven months. We now have some construction updates that come directly from the restaurant. They told us, quote, we are doing the outside of the restaurant currently. We needed many approvals from the city and had a project manager who we had to change midway through the project. All of the mishaps pushed out the timeline even further, end quote. Still no report of the opening date but promise we'll keep you posted, and at least they're making progress. 80 River Bar and Kitchen is coming to the old Cadillac Cantina space in downtown Hoboken. It will be under the same ownership as Cadillac Cantina, and we'll share more as we get more information closer to its opening date. Ta Vintage Shop in Jersey City was spotted with an eviction notice at their location at 9 Erie Street in Jersey City. The eviction notice was issued by their landlord earlier in August. Hoboken just got a new coffee shop on 5th and Adams called The Little Local. Husband and wife owners Peter and Sophie are Hoboken residents, and they're aiming to bring a cozy vibe to West Hoboken. Coffee beans will be sourced from Mod Cup, a Jersey City favorite, and you can also expect specialty iced coffees and hot teas that will change with every season. And yes, there will be non-dairy milks such as almond and oat available. Our sponsor this week is Hudson Yoga Project, located at 44 Hudson Place in Hoboken. It's a yoga studio specializing in vinyasa and yin yoga, as well as yoga teacher trainings. Their slogan is good yoga, good people, and good living. And I can definitely personally attest that they have all of the above. What's even better is that they're offering tea on the Hudson listeners a free first class. You just need to visit HudsonYogaProject.com and use the code TEAONTHEHUDSON for your first class free. That's HudsonYogaProject.com and use the code TEAONTHEHUDSON. So we're back with part two of our discussion about all things Hudson County water. Last week, we were talking about Suez and the Hudson County water situation for Hoboken and Jersey City, in which Suez is a supplier. And Steph is back. 
Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for coming in again. (laughs) It's great to see you. And yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about the experience and just what we can do this week to remediate some of the effects of tap water. Wait, so can I ask you a question though? Yes. I need to know, because like I said before, this is my absolute dream, like going to a water plant. <laughs> you what, really are obsessed with water. No, I really, I was very bummed that I couldn't go. But what was it like? Because I, I kind of get the impression that it's a, you know, a big deal to get an invite. Um, or, or is that wrong? Or can like anybody kind of just show up and like demand a tour? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> it was for sure an experience. And I wish you could have come. It would have been really fun to go together. But it was it was quite unique in that you really drive up. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of out of like a scene of Stranger Things, like you <laughs> with with security levels, not the yeah. uh, other parts. Because it's like gated, right? Yeah, it's gated. You had to buzz in, and then once I got in, I had to call the representative, and then she came out to meet me. And, you know, I got a hard hat and it it really was, you know, a full on experience. It was definitely a bucket list of probably yours. Yeah, (laughs) it's number one on my bucket list. Did you get a selfie in the hard hat? I, you know, I didn't get a selfie, (laughs) but I got a picture with Pete, who was the lovely plant manager. And he brought me around. He was super, super nice. And uh, he he showed me the control rooms. He really took me on a tour and he was so really dedicated to his craft. I mean, he is, it really is something you have to know so much about so much chemicals and, and, you know, plant workings. It's amazing. So I really respect to Suez and thank you for inviting us. It was, it was quite the experience. I'll be there uh, <laughs> next time. Yeah. Next time. But, you know, I know so many people who listened last week are dying to know what can I do to test my water in my home, because that is really the asterisk that we talked about last week. So today we're really going to talk about how to make sure that your water is okay. Talking about using filters, testing the water in your home, and Steph, you'll even share a little bit about your alkaline experience and all the water nerding out that you do. (laughs) No judgment. I think it's great. So if someone wants to look at their water, like take more of a deep dive, what do you know, like what they, what they can do? Yes. Can they send it somewhere? Yes. So that's the interesting thing. Jonathan shared a situation where if you are concerned about your actual tap, because of course, as we mentioned in the last episode, the plant tests the water, treats the water, cleans the water and pushes it through the aqueduct to the distribution site in Jersey City. And then it pushes it to the distribution pipes, which are all tested. And then once it gets to your service line in your building is where the problems could arise. And that's where they test because they're the service provider. And so you can actually get your water tested by a company. So they can call Aqua Pro Tech Laboratories directly. If you're interested in getting your water tested, there's a number. Get a paper and pen and write this down. It's 973-227-0422. I don't know the cost of this. You know, it, it seems like something that may be a little bit labor time intensive, depending on the situation. But if you are concerned about lead being in your pipes, specifically in your building, uh, you can also talk to your actual building and ask them what is going on with the service line, how old it is, and see what they know. 
But that number again for Aqua Pro Tech Laboratories is 973-227-0422. And that's, you know, interesting. And I feel like we have another episode that we're already brewing because <laughs> we're clearly going to run some tap water and call APT. I know. I want to know. I need to know now. So, uh, but if anyone does this, please get in touch with us. Spill the tea teaonthehudson at gmail.com. We really want to know if you're getting your water tested, but we're also going to do some investigating of ourselves. So I have a filter on my tap. Does that, is that a good thing? Is it an indifferent thing? So it's interesting and I'll play the clip in a minute, but just to summarize what I took away from it, filters are not as good as we think. And the tap filters that people screw on actually are breeding ground for bacteria. That's what I have. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, I I never am too lazy to like buy it and then figure out how to put it on the tap. So I haven't gotten around to it. So Well, it's not worth it anyway. So <laughs> don't even bother. The laziness actually <laughs> paid off in this in this instance. But my fridge filter is definitely at least a year old and I'm skin crawling just thinking about how many times I filled my water bottles with that fridge filter. So is something like a a Brita any better? They actually said that Brita is a little better, not on the tap. They say Mm -hmm. that the tap screw on type stuff is not good because it does breed bacteria. But a Brita in the fridge, like we would have in college, like that type of Brita is better because it is cleanable and you can change the filter as much as you want. And it's probably probably more cost efficient for changing a filter as well versus the ones that are on the tap. So it was an interesting thing. And here's the clip where he talks about that a little more. And do you recommend people change their filters more often than yes. not? Yes. Yeah. They, the manufacturers usually provide a guideline as to when to change out the filters. I don't recommend them personally, but people do choose them and to use, uh, the, to use the filter. You don't recommend No, I don't. Filter. No, How I don't. Come? Well, they, they do accumulate bacteria. Uh, if they don't have right. the proper... Uh, That's what I was explaining to yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and so you have to be careful uh, that you change out the filters properly and follow the instructions on the... Uh, and sometimes people leave a filter and they forget about it. And then when only when something happens do they realize that the filter's in there. So that includes fridge filters and yes. all of that stuff. Oh my gosh, i got to go change my fridge filter tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we have all of that cleared up, I'd love to hear from you, Miss Water Queen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Changing my Instagram handle, Water Queen. Yes. To what, what, is, what can we do? What can we do to help ourselves with the water situation in general and just make sure we're doing the best that we can? What research have you found? Yeah. I want to say that I know that this is a lot of info. I know it can be overwhelming, but I don't want people to be overwhelmed because there are things you can do. And I can tell you what I do. I use a charcoal purifier. So that's one thing that you can do. It's all natural. What is that? Um, Where does that go? So basically it's like charcoal is a natural purifier, right? It's organic. It exists in the world. It's not like man-made. And you can just buy like on Amazon these little sticks. And I think one can purify up to one gallon of water. So like theoretically you could have it for like about three months. And you just like stick it in You just stick it in anything. So you can stick it in a big pitcher. You can stick it in, you know, each of your water bottles and it just absorbs the impurities, especially chlorine. It's like really good for sopping up chlorine and uh, it just attaches like to the toxins negative ions and then removes them Mm. um it also has like 
additional health benefits because it adds like magnesium and iron, calcium to your water. So it's like all around just kind of a good idea. And charcoal is everywhere these days. Everywhere. I'm brushing my teeth with it. I mean, I'm putting it on my face. Masking your face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So So now now put it in your water. Put it in your water, people. (laughs) I also talked about this a little bit before, but I am a alkaline water drinker. Yes. Um, I know. I feel like that might sound like intimidating to some people. Well, is it? It's not Essentia type stuff, right? It's It's not Essentia, although I will say that Essentia is definitely the best bottled water you can get if you if you you know need to drink water. I'm sipping mine as we speak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so alkaline water is basically not to get into it because it's you know it's a whole complicated thing. But there is a spectrum. On one end of the spectrum, water can be super acidic, and that's a level of like one, two, three, four, five, right. six. When you get to seven, it's um, neutral. And is and- acidic bad? I think so. And some, you know, <laughs> we're people not doctors think so. or scientists, exactly. people, but I'm not a doctor. But, um, <laughs> you know, there, there, there have been studies where alkaline food is better for you. Alkaline water is better for you. There's more nutrients in alkaline water. So anything right. above seven is more alkaline. So that's your eight, your nine, your 10. And essentially is 9.5, proud to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so there's just more nutrients. When you drink something that's acidic, your body needs water to survive, right? It's not really getting right. the nutrients because they're not there. So this is, I, I'll never forget this. Somebody actually told me this that worked at like the alkaline water place. But if you are drinking water that's acidic, you're going to pee more because your body's like, what is this? This isn't real water. There's no nutrients Whoa. in it. I'm just going to expel it out. That's crazy. Yeah. It makes sense. It does make sense. And so I definitely pee less with alkaline water. <laughs> well, I I don't even know what I, I I've been drinking Essentia for a while now, so I can't even gauge. <laughs> not this is not a, a plug for Essentia, no. by the way. I, they're not sponsoring our episode. <laughs> Just want to make that clear. But yeah, so tell I mean, us it, more. It's, it's not for everybody, but it is something that you can do if you're really cautious and you really just want to do, you know, the best possible, healthiest thing for your body. It's an option. <laughs> <laughs> and you also mentioned something before the show about EWG. Tell me what EWG is and how that can help residents. So that is the Environmental Working Group. They are a third-party American activist group um, that's also a nonprofit, and they specialize in research and advocacy, basically to just make sure that like everything that we ingest, water, food, that kind of thing, is healthy and like hmm. the safest guidelines possible. So they have this safe tap water database, which is actually an online tool that anyone can use. You just go on their website um, and type in your zip code and then it'll give you access to the most recent information about your actual tap water. They also have this really cool thing, the water filter buying guide. And I know we talked Mm. about filters a little bit, but the EWG just kind of helps you break down what the best filter is with the best one for you, your home and based on like your water quality. And doesn't it feel so confusing? Because Suez says, you know, you don't need a filter and everything's okay, but also there's a filter buying guide. It's yeah, it's a it's a lot of information. It is, and you just have to do your research. I think is the biggest thing we recommend, and just find out what's right for you and your family, and make sure you just are advocating for yourself and what you feel is the best. Exactly. I think that's the biggest thing is like what's right for you because it's not going to be the same thing for everybody. If you're going to sleep better at night because you have, you know, a filter, I think you should get a filter. Yeah. But what I like about that particular guide is like 
you know that the EWG cares um, and that's what they do. So I would take their recommendations, you know, I would take totally. it into consideration. And what's their website that they can go to? Safe Tap Water Database, and it's from the EWG. So if you Google any of those words, <laughs> I'm sure it will pop up. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> fine. Um, and Jonathan also mentioned that you can go to mysuezwater.com, which is a site that can tell you about any water quality report on the Suez line. And then he told me that you can also Google Drinking Water Watch, which is an independent site of Suez. And you can compare and contrast and see that everyone and all of the water supplies are in compliance. That site is run by the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection. And when you get there, you can type in your zip code for New Jersey. And they also have a phone number to call if you'd like to call the number for Bureau of Safe Drinking Water. That number is 609-292-5550. So I have one more recommendation. Tell me. And it has nothing to do with drinking water. Okay. Um, so basically, Drink alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, because if you think about it, if we're doing all of this work to drink the healthiest water, yes. filter our water, blah, blah, blah. I can tell you I'm exhausted. I know. Me too. I'm <laughs> taking a nap after this. Um, but we do all this work, right, to make sure that our our water that we're ingesting is the best. Our skin is the biggest organ that we have. Yeah. So if we go in the shower and we're not also filtering that water or making Mm. sure that that water is the healthiest, our skin is just drinking it up. So one thing that I personally recommend is investing in a shower filter. I think I got mine for like maybe 30 bucks, but basically it's something that goes between like your actual shower and then your faucet. And it just sits there and um, filters the water before it gets to you. And it filters out sediment, chlorine, pesticides, pharmaceuticals, anything you know, that could potentially be in there. Mm -hmm. That way that you're bathing in water that is, you know, as good as the water that you're drinking. Right. Which makes so much sense. Yeah. Thank you for all of this advice. I think everyone can take it with a grain of salt, what they want to do. These are things that Steph has researched. There's research on online. The biggest thing we can say is do your research. Make sure that you feel comfortable with what's going on. I think it's a gut check on some things where you just have to say, hey, like I want to make sure this is okay, so I want to get it tested. I think that's okay. I mean, and, and Suez, they were great in saying that, you know, some of them had kids and they talked about you don't want to bathe your kid in something that you don't feel comfortable with. So if that makes you sleep at night, call, you know, the company that we shared, APT, and see if they can test your water and and figure it out. But uh, these tips were so awesome. Thank you so much for coming in Thank again. You. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and uh, we'll keep everybody posted on all things water. I think we have some work cut out for us because we are about to run some tap water and make sure that we really get to the uh, the bottom of what's actually coming out of the faucet, which can change building to building. So do your research, people. All right, Steph, thank you so much again for coming in and we'll see you really soon because I think we have still some work to do. So much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. So to wrap this two-parter up, Hoboken and Jersey City's water is safe to drink. It's tested, it's clean, and you can check it by Googling Drinking Water Watch or mysuezwater.com. If you're not in an area where Suez is your service provider, Safe Drinking Water Watch is your best bet, or you can contact your service provider for more information. Now, obviously, we talked a lot about filters. If you do have filters, change them frequently. And if you want to test your water at the tap further, that's okay. You can get in touch with the lab Aqua Protect Laboratories. We'll list the info in our show notes. 
And a major thanks again to Suez for allowing us to come in and being so hospitable and really being transparent with their process. We so appreciate it and we hope that this was as helpful for you as it was for us. So thanks again. We're here with Danielle. She's a Hoboken Girl contributor and lifestyle writer for our site with an emphasis on beauty. And today we're talking about Reiki at Nurturing Life Acupuncture and Wellness. This spot is located at 106 4th Street in Hoboken. And without further ado, Danielle, tell us all the things about Reiki. What did you experience? Well, Reiki was really very interesting, a little bit weird, and kind of not my thing, but at the same time, I'm glad I experienced it. What is, you know, what are the things that people should expect when they're getting a Reiki treatment? So Reiki is is based on holistic medicine and it was a Japanese practice. Um, and it's supposed to be a healing practice to calm you, to bring you a sense of harmony and stress relief and balance. But um, it's... Did you it, feel that? I, you know what? When I first started it, I was laying there. I'm like, not really sure if this I, I don't buy this at all and then she started working and and I know that she told me she's I'm setting intentions for you I'm 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 saying prayers for you and this and that and I was like all right it's a little bit weird this lady's you know silently saying all these things and and then Is after she a while touching you well there's no actual like I mean, there's some contact, but not really. And most of it is energy transfer through your body. Mm -hmm. So I was laying there and there were times where I was almost in like a state of euphoria, which I thought was bizarre. And I'm like, oh, I don't believe this. I don't believe this. I'm a Catholic. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, there were times where like I would have like tingling sensations in my arms or or my legs, and I would feel heat in certain places. Like I always felt heat on my feet or on my hands or my neck. And I'm like, this is a little creepy. Like maybe she really is transferring energy, but um, it was interesting to say the least. And by the end of it, I felt really relaxed, and I almost didn't want to get up off the table. Mm. So it really transferred from beginning to end. And I think that's also I know when I get Reiki because I've gotten it a bunch of times from different practices. It it is a mind game. You really have to be almost in it to win it, yes. but but also relax. I agree. <laughs> and if you're not, it, you're going to be like sitting there looking at the ceiling for an hour. Exactly. And I'm an anxious person to begin with. So I was sitting Same. there, like you said, my eyes are wide open. She's like, oh, close your eyes. It'll be great. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, you're gonna tell me to close my eyes, but like I'm staring into your soul right now. <laughs> yeah. So with the Reiki at Nurturing Life, how much is it per session? So it's $125 per session and Nurturing Life does take insurance, but I don't believe that they take it for Reiki sessions. So it is $125. Okay, cool. And what did it, I mean, you told me a little bit about what it felt like, but what did it feel like overall afterwards, during, what were just the thought processes you have? It was, I mean, if I had to describe it, it's kind of like a roller coaster where you start off and you're like, oh, this is really, uh, okay, I'm kind of (laughs) calm now. Now I feel really good. And at the end of it, you feel, I mean, like I said, little bursts of euphoria and tingles and sensations that I didn't believe that were actually happening, but they really were. And I was feeling them, but it was pretty cool. Cool. And what's the ambiance of Nurturing Life like? Nurturing Life is so relaxing. It's, it's like, ah. It just feels good. You walk in there, yeah. they have, have the tea, few, right? They do. And um, Eureka is so wonderful. She brings you in there. And the second you walk in, it's like you let go of everything. So I really, I really enjoy the atmosphere there. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing the goods on Reiki. And we'll see you very soon for another beauty segment. Sounds good. I'll be there.
Our hidden gem is Bucket and Bay Gelato, which has locations in both Jersey City and Hoboken. It's a gelateria and coffee shop that makes ice cream from scratch. They have locations on First Street in Hoboken and also 150 Bay Street in Jersey City. They have a ton of unique flavors from lavender to whiskey to literally anything you could ever imagine. There's really something for everyone. They also host gelato pop making classes and latte art classes. So make sure to check out Bucket and Bay. It's our hidden gem for this week. And our Hudson hero is Jonathan from Suez for being so open to being interviewed for the podcast, letting me personally tour the plant and really sharing all of his knowledge about water. You guys at Suez were awesome and really helped us understand the water process. So thank you. You're our Hudson hero this week. And for our Hudson zero, the people that are trolling margaritas in Hoboken on Instagram about their renovation. Guys, sometimes these things take time and patience is definitely a virtue even when you're hungry. But the good news is they're planning to reopen, hopefully soon, And as one Instagram user said, imagine being that bored that you have time to troll a restaurant on Instagram. But in the meantime, let them work on their renovation in social media peace. So trolls, this is for you. You are our Hudson Zero. Our nonprofit feature is Dress for Success of Hudson County, an organization that provides interview training, clothing, and services for men and women looking to get back into the workforce. They're always looking for donations of new or gently used interview and work attire, so before you throw your stuff away, make sure to touch base with them to see what they need. Find out more info at hudsoncounty.dressforsuccess.org. And that concludes our episode of Tea on the Hudson. Major thanks to our news contributor, Stephanie, guest beauty contributor, Danielle, our production team, Van Voorst Films, and Mike Soul for the music. We'll be spilling the tea every Tuesday morning, so definitely subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And follow Tea on the Hudson on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget to send in your tea or coffee suggestions for us to try on air. See you next week for a new episode. 